It's time to solve a mystery. At last, I would be a detective in my own right, worthy of the home's name. And hear an inspiring story. But I do know that if I'm here, I have to use that for good. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, November 4th through Sunday, November 6th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Matthew Perry keeps dropping bombshells while promoting his new memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. But this latest one might break 17 again fans' hearts. Hear what he told host Jessica Shaw on SiriusXM's Pop Culture Spotlight. I finished a screenplay that we're out with to some people. Um, I want to direct that. and Star in it? Uh, I have a small part in it. Uh-huh. Uh, I wrote it for myself and then realized I'm 20 years too old to play this. So we're trying to cast the leads now. And Who's that, your dream younger version of you? Well, it was Zac Efron, uh-huh. but he said no. Okay. So we got to find somebody who says yes. It's very fitting, of course, that he started with Efron, who played a younger version of Perry in 17 again. Perry also revealed his dream casting for the lead love interest, saying Aubrey Plaza almost signed on. Eddie Redmayne says he suffered from complete stage fright after he picked up his wand for the very first time as magizoologist Newt's commander for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. He explains in a recent video for Vanity Fair. When we started on the first Fantastic Beasts, there were things that were very stressful, like having a wand is like your childhood dream, but suddenly you're presented with this thing and you get complete stage fright and I don't have a clue what to do with it. And so sort of we sort of one school was created, an apparatus school like this feeling like when you had to sort of disappear into the midst but then it was always interesting you became very blasé about that stuff and about the kind of everydayness of having a wand but then the joy of those films was getting to watch new actors come in and be presented with their wand and watching the inner kid just like reveal itself from everyone and anyone however extraordinary the actor you can watch Redmayne discuss Fantastic Beasts and auditioning for Les Miserables in a cowboy costume in the video at EW.com. And Johnny Depp's return tour to the public limelight continues after winning a defamation trial against ex-Amber Heard. The actor, who also starred in Fantastic Beasts, will be making an appearance in Rihanna's upcoming Savage by Fenty show Volume 4 on Amazon's Prime Video platform. Now in its fourth consecutive year, the cinematic performance will drop on November 9th. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Sherlock's sister is ready to make a name for herself in our number five pick this weekend, Enola Holmes 2. The Netflix movie stars Millie Bobby Brown back as Enola Holmes, the detective penchant on solving her own cases. This time around, when she's not fighting for the spotlight from her brother Sherlock, played by Henry Cavill, she's starting her own detective agency and trying to solve a case of a missing person. Here's a preview. Excuse me! Perhaps I should explain. 
My name is Enola Holmes. I started a detective agency. How old? You're a girl. Tell me. Yes. Might your brother be free? My brother. Well, I have not a single case. Sherlock's latest seems to be vexing him. Is it true you find lost people? Yes. My sister. She disappeared a week ago. At last, I would be a detective in my own right, worthy of the home's name. Dare I ask? She's a detective. Good God, another one. I'm trying to save a girl's life. And what can we do? We. Is he looking back? Are you gonna be my girl? Oh, good. He isn't. Are you involved in something dangerous? Good afternoon. You can't control Anola Holmes. She's a force of nature. Why are you here? Is it my case or your own? Both. It seems our cases are connected. Shall we? Now, also starring Helena Bonham Carter, this sequel is sure to have a sleuth of fun moments. You won't have to wait any longer to solve the mystery. Enola Holmes 2 is streaming now on Netflix. A story of revenge and romance awaits for our number four pick, the series debut of Dangerous Liaisons. Based on the French novel from the 1700s, the show follows Marquise de Mertoy and the Vicomte de Valmont, two members of high society who started out as lovers but quickly turned into enemies. Even with their passionate rivalry, the two share a love for sabotaging others. But their use of seduction and secrecy ultimately destroy each other in the end. Have a listen. Balmont, take me away from here. I have a plan for us. Marry me, Camille. Marry me. Balmont, tell me I am your only lover. <laughs> the only one. I'm going to marry him. You can't trust him. I am obsessed with the memory of you. He's such a fool to wait for you while all the time she's waiting to. Not the same. My love for you is the only thing I am sure of. Then what would you give to have me back? Everything. There is a woman in Paris. If you could seduce her, that might show me you are capable of understanding love. Then let me prove it. I want a better life for both of us. To get what you truly want in this city, you must destroy everything and everyone that stands between you and it. You have something that belongs to me. Your dignity. You can't win against that sort of power. You know how dangerous this is. It's like the love for war. 
There's nothing in between. It's war. Oh boy, can't wait. You can watch the series debut of Dangerous Liaisons tonight at 8 on Stars. It's trivia time. The novel Dangerous Liaisons has been adapted many times through the years for the stage, for TV, even for the big screen, including the 1988 period drama starring Glenn Close, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Uma Thurman, and of course now the 2020 Star series. But another film was inspired by the novel, and it put a modern twist on the classic story. Was it 10 Things I Hate About You, West Side Story, or Cruel Intentions? Stick around for the answer. All right, folks, fasten your seatbelts for the season premiere of our next pick, Manifest. Part one of season four picks up two years after the last season, where Angelina had just killed Ben's wife, Grace, and kidnapped Ben and Grace's baby, Eden. Flight 828 in the first season mysteriously flew through a storm and landed five years in the future. Now the passengers are still searching for answers and explanations as to why they're hallucinating and why there's a supposed death day for each of them, which is approaching in 18 months. Here's a preview. We've all been missing, presumed dead for five and a half years. Aren't you seeing things, hearing things in your head? You have some kind of expiration date? June 2nd, 2024. I had a calling that was awful. Everything was swallowed by ash and destruction. It's all connected. 8-2-8 wasn't an accident. We're supposed to save the passengers together. Our death date is in 18 months. We have to follow every lead. We're missing something. Two years ago, I touched the tail fin and disappeared again. And then came back five years older. I need to remember what happened. What is it? It's not just a box. It's the black box. Another passenger was murdered. I think they just killed him. He's getting close to being done. Have we had this wrong the whole time? You didn't fly into the storm. It flew into us. It shows us. A direct link to divine consciousness. Whatever happens, we'll get through it together. Well, when EW spoke with Manifest creator Jeff Rake about the new season, he summed it up this way. Even the most rational among us would start to lose it as you get closer and closer to a potential doomsday. There you have it. See how each character copes on the new season of Manifest, not on NBC, but now streaming on Netflix. All right, don't go anywhere. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We triple dog dare you not to smile as I tell you about the new trailer for A Christmas Story Christmas. The upcoming HBO Max movie, out November 17th, reunites Ralphie with some familiar faces when he returns home to Indiana to try to make it the best Christmas yet. And it is our gift to you for our soundbite of the week. Kids, who wants to go see Santa? This is amazing, incredible. We will meet you right here when you're done. Don't let him kick you in the face. Huh? Even though it's only November, we're already gearing up for the holidays, as evidenced by that soundbite of the week, and all of the romance movies that come along with the season. Fuller House's Jodie Sweetin stars in the new Lifetime movie Mary Swissmas as the daughter of the manager of an inn in Switzerland, where Christmas cheer is abundant, but so are ex-lovers and past memories. Before the movie premieres on November 5th, we wondered, Jodie Sweetin, what you watching? The things I like to watch tend to be a little bit darker and more intense. And one of those things, which is my new super favorite show, is, of course, House of Dragons. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was a huge Game of Thrones fan, but this is the acting in this is so superb. The two lead actresses have done such a wonderful job at making this conflict so layered and so deep and personal and intertwined. Oh, the drama of it and the dragons. Oh my God, the dragons are amazing. Uh, I highly recommend House of Dragons. I just finished the season last night and I am like on the edge of my seat. Cannot wait for season two. Uh, something else I recently finished, which uh, again, very dark, but incredibly beautiful to watch, uh, was The Patient with Steve Carell, which is on Hulu. And wow, 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 wow. You know, I just, I love Steve Carell. I love when he does more serious, dramatic things. Um, there are moments in this where it's a little bit funny, um, but it's definitely a dark subject matter. Um, basically, Steve Carell is a therapist who gets kidnapped by uh, a new patient who is a, a serial killer and hoping that Steve will help him not commit more murders. Uh, oh, Steve's character, um, the doctor. Anyway, it's intense. Uh, again, very layered, very... Um, got, you know, you put yourself in each of these characters' positions and you and it's just so complicated and nothing is... Uh, nothing is cut and dry. Oh my gosh. And it's dark and it's intense and the mom is involved. Oh my God. Um, I highly recommend it. Steve Carell, when he does serious work, is just fantastic. Um, and uh, it's a story also about healing and about looking at your own part in, uh, in conflicts. And uh, it just, the last episode really got me. It's beautiful. Um, and I highly, highly recommend it. 
Our number two pick today takes us to the seaside city of Brighton, England for a heart-wrenching story. My Policeman stars Harry Styles as Tom Burgess, a young policeman who falls in love with David Dawson's Patrick Hazelwood, a dapper museum curator. Emma Corrin's school teacher, Marion, has been in love with Tom for years. When Tom meets Patrick in the 1950s, it's illegal to be gay, so the two must keep their romance a secret. So, Tom marries Marion, and the three develop a close friendship. But a tragic turn of events wrenched the trio apart and changes all their lives. Here's Dawson at People and EW Studio during the Toronto International Film Festival in September. I'm always drawn to stories that are, are full of um, complexity, and the, 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 the triangle, these three individuals, and the friendship and love that they have, <clears throat> and the secrets that they then keep makes for one um, uh, 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 joyous thing as an actor to explore. Well, the movie tells the story of the trio in two timelines, one back in the 1950s and the other years later when Marion takes in Patrick to care for him after a debilitating stroke. Here's Gina McKee, who plays the older version of Marion, on what it was like filming two timelines. It's fascinating, actually, because... Michael was an ex uh, director Michael Grandage was an extremely good conduit and so he was the person who helped us link if you like also we had a very brilliant team our costume designer was very good about bringing a kind of ghost if you like of what the young people would have wore and how that has developed throughout the decades. So there were lots of links that we were helped with from different members of the crew and particularly Michael. Mm. But it was really good to see and watch. And we also had a lot of reference material um, over a Zoom con the collective Zoom conversation once that Michael took us through and that helped too. Linus Roach and Rupert Everett round out the cast as the older versions of, respectively, Tom and Patrick. My Policeman is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. Selena Gomez is speaking her truth in our number one pick this weekend, the debut of Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. The new documentary from the director of Madonna, Truth or Dare, was filmed over a six-year period and documents the highs and lows of Selena's life as a famous pop star, actress, and makeup mogul, as well as her struggles with lupus, depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder. She's opening up her life in the hopes of helping others who are going through similar situations. Have a listen. Just be who you are, Selena. No one cares about what you're doing. It's about who I am. Being okay with where I am. I am grateful to be alive. Selena Gomez was diagnosed with lupus, depression, and anxiety. She had a mental breakdown. Let me make a promise. I am going to stop living like this. How do I learn how to breathe my own breath again? saw what I saw, they wouldn't have recognized her. Like my whole life since I was a kid, I've been working. I don't want to be like super famous, but I do know that if I'm here, I have to use that for good. What's holding you back from doing it? That I'm not good enough. That's something that I felt a lot of growing up. 
In this life, you have to show people empathy, have a chance to give people more than what you receive. What makes me happy is connection, and it helps me get out of my head. Do you know who this is? Yes, she's real. Mommy went to school with her. Clearly, I'm still here to use whatever I have to help someone else. through it's gonna be there I'm just making it my friend now I am happier and I'm in control of my emotions and thoughts more than I have ever been I think that you are saving lives I know that you're saving lives oh, uh, just so I'm a part of the conversation you know now this is the beginning for me Some really good stuff here. In the doc, Selena travels to Kenya and discusses mental health with local women who can relate to her story and also recounts the preparation for her previous tour and live performances, including her comeback performance on the VMAs. See the raw and unfiltered story of the powerhouse pop star and philanthropist who so many look up to. Watch Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, streaming now on Apple TV+. Finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following films put a modern twist on the classic story of Dangerous Liaisons? 10 Things I Hate About You, West Side Story, or Cruel Intentions? Well, we only had the best intentions of this question. It was Cruel Intentions. The 1999 classic starred Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, Reese Witherspoon, and Selma Blair. Gellar played Catherine Murtoil, based on Marquise de Murtoil, and Phillippe played Sebastian Valmont, based on Vicomte de Valmont. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, written and produced by Ashley Boucher, edited by Lauren Klein, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.